Outside Parliament House last week, around 400 protested, uh, protesters called for a suspension of wind and solar farms and an inquiry into Australia's rollout of clean energy, arguing that renewables and agriculture just don't mix that farms and land are being just damaged by some of these projects. But sixth-generation uh, marino farmer Tony Inder in central western New South Wales says his wool does better with solar. Tony, welcome to you. Just tell me about what the land is like with the panels and the sheep sort of intermingling here. What sort of uh, sheep uh, lives are the sheep living? Well, they're quite happy and quite content, to be honest with you. How many panels are we talking? We're talking about a huge array. Uh, there's 600 hectares in the block of which 400 hectares is covered in panels. There's just a few sort of stony ridges that they, um, the, the panels aren't on. And so what is the advantage uh, that you've seen? And you've had sheep um, without, you've, as a sixth generation sheep farmer, you know what it's like to, uh, to have a flock without solar panels and with. So what is the difference in terms of the fibre and the health of the sheep? To be honest, when we first discussed putting sheep in there, and then I, I sort of, I hope that they do better just um, with the panels, um, but but they've gone, they've far exceeded anything I thought that they might do. I, I think the, the panels, well, certainly during the summer on the 40-degree days, they're shaded all the time. Um, every time we get a shower of rain, if we get 10 or 15 mil, which is pretty much useless the rest of the time, but under the panels, with the runoff effect, it effectively becomes useful rainfall and then it depends whether it falls in the evening or the morning as the panels rotate with the sun, it, it benefits either side. So in the middle of the day, it's always green under the panels and in the middle of the day when it's stinking hot, the sheep are quite happily under the, under the panels grazing away. And as a consequence of the panel runoff, the grass is growing in a particular way, isn't it? Yeah, well, look, it's continually growing. So what I've found over the years with with the with the sheep in in our environment in this area is that we'll get a we'll get rain events where we'll get a flush of green feed and then we'll get hot dry weather and the feed will dry right off and in that time the sheep's stomach has to adjust to sloppy green feed basically to virtually hay. Um, and in that time, it takes a little while for the microbes to adjust in their stomach. And in turn, that can come through in your wool results. Whereas under the panels, I find it's just one consistent plane of nutrition right through and the sheep just seem to thrive on it. And can you quantify, uh, you know, the increased uh, quality of the wool? Is there a way that you can indicate to show how much more improved it is with the sheep grazing around solar panels? We can, in conjunction with with our host, our uh, beep, um, uh, light source BP, uh, we're conducting a trial which will go on for a few years. So we're running um, a a select little mob of sheep outside the panels, and then we're actually shearing them this Friday, and then we'll shear the ones inside the panels, and we'll collect all the relevant data from each sheep in the little trial mob from outside and compare it to the same number of random sheep from inside the panels. Um, I've had a fair bit to do with sheep and wool cuts over the years in my role as a shearer and a stud master, 
And if they're not 20 to 30% better, I'll give up. <laughs> Interesting. So, obviously, this wouldn't work with larger forms of livestock. You can imagine cows leaning a bit too generously on the solar panels. And it's, is it a win-win? I mean, obviously, it, cu- it keeps the grass down. I mean, sh- should uh, you be charging uh, the solar panel company? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, we, we seem to have a happy medium where we're sitting at the moment. Uh, certainly when the panels were erected, I think they spoke that they were budgeting on six mows a year to keep the grass down to a, to, a, uh, to reduce fire hazard and also to enhance the panels to, with the sunlight that the panels will get. Um, and that was at approximately $90,000 each mow. And since we've had the sheep in there, we've been able to reduce that to approximately two mows per year depending on the season. So there is a significant saving from the solar farm point of view. Uh, and also it's a benefit for us. There's a, there's a few logistical things you've got to overcome when running the sheep in the panels, but I think it's worthwhile. And so, in full disclosure, I think you're about to join Farmers for Climate Action, but uh, I think you are not uh, haven't joined up as a member yet. This argument about uh, land being destroyed by renewable projects, can the two live harmoniously, in your view, briefly? Oh, Certainly. Certainly. I, I mean, I, I can see how some people will see the panels as an eyesore, but look, this farm's just on the edge of Wellington. Um, but agricultural-wise, the solar farm, there's as much wool being produced on a on a hectare basis. There's, well, actually, there's more wool being produced on a hectare basis now with the panels than what there was prior to the panels. So it's actually yeah. an increase in the agricultural benefit rather than a decrease. Well, uh, I hope you have a, a, a bountiful uh, shearing uh, session later this week. It'd be interesting to know how much more and quality-wise. Uh, appreciate your time this afternoon. Tony Inder, a merino farmer from Central West New South Wales. No worries. Thank you. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.